My brothers say let's slide, what did my sister slide into? It ain't no slipping on this side, I got my grip and found my groove And if they blissin' on the squad, I swear to God it's bad for you When there's nothing else they thought I would do My brothers ride through My slugger, my nigga, my jigger, my killer, my doubt. And for the women and women, my niggas. Most of them really be realer than y'all. When I was little, remember we literally can't forget all the shit that we saw. Jaja hit a nigga right in the jaw. We ain't jumping, we just letting them brawl. Every summer it was somebody dead and somebody scared, so nobody saw. Buddy in jail and somebody called. Collecting a bill or somebody boss. Laid off, won't stay in the bed. Hell nah, what the fuck you undid? All that stress and taking care of the kids. Give us something that can take off the edge. From the minute I got in trouble, got a whipping for nothing or something. My brother did, I never snitch, I never done no sucker shit cause he'll hush for me if it was him. He'll bust for me if it was him. Ladies and gentlemen, to episode 68 of the Splash Cast, the Around the League edition. I'm your co-host, Reggie. I am your co-host, Norwood, the P-O-D, G-O-D. It is time to podcast. And I am starting with chaos. Howard, <laughs> what you got for us? Oh, we started with Howard. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, y'all know when it comes to the Around the League edition of the Splash Cast, we like to talk about our HBCUs, uh, news around the culture, news around basketball and football, as then we round it out with our splashes of the week. So let's go ahead and jump right into our HBCU news around the culture. Uh, Howard University. I don't have a problem with your jerseys. I do. Norwood I do. seems to have a problem with the jersey. So these are Howard's new jerseys. Um new uniforms. They partnered with Jordan. As I look at this again, I have a problem with the Jordan Jumpman. It looks a little bootleg. That leg kicking, huh? That back leg kicking. Yeah. Little bootleg, it's but a, everything it's else, it's I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike it. I like it. I, they, I think the white uniforms were crisp. This hatred aside, hatred for Howard aside, Howard Athletic. This is disappointing. It's, Why? It's generic. What, what, what makes it disappointing? It's absolutely no sauce. Uh, this is a historically black college university. You need to pull out the stops here. You need to, and that's what I said from day one. I said on this twenty year partnership, do not send do not send us the 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 one the single A starter pack. This you wouldn't send this to Florida. So if Hampton had all white uniforms like this, you wouldn't like them. It's it's Jordan. Jordan is supposed to bring a better So product. you don't dislike the design, you dislike the quality and product because it's supposed to be Jordan. I don't the like the design. It's, it's you don't generic. like the effort it's that was boring. put into it. it. Yeah, this is no, this is not if you're starting a 20-year partnership, I guess they're like, "Oh, this is year 1. We're going to give you the mid." No, I I want this to look You expected this to, to be like Oregon or Jackson State? Not Oregon, but at least Jackson State. I, I like getting Jackson State to Oregon. I mean, they got like three different helmets. They got twenty-one uniform I mean, combinations. Yes. They got special shoes. I mean, but but they don't. I mean, they don't. They're not Oregon. Let's be clear. Only person who's Oregon is Oregon. But 
you gotta this was disappointing. And this this could have been uh under armor. <laughs> I think you're more disappointed and, yeah. with Jordan. Then see now that looks like a regular jump man. That one Yeah, does all not. but all of this is not no no no. I'm not upset with Howard. You just you know You're upset you with Jordan. Yes. This this is not the product that I would have put out. And you know, hopefully you would hope that you have a black person in charge. You're like, oh, I want to kill him. I want I want this to I want to set the bar of all HBCUs so that we are untouchable. And this well, is very touchable to me. Howard seems to like him. Of course. Uh no, nah, now there's some shit. I mean, talking, so. <laughs> but it, it's 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 not anything to write home about. So what would you have yeah, decided as? It just needs more of everything. This is a generic football jersey. Three stripes on the shoulder. I mean, this, this looks like, you know, this looks like Auburn. It's a brand. We'll see. Maybe they'll come out with but more combinations. Is, Maybe they'll I'm come out with is, more. If I have the strategic partnership, don't just take somebody else's jersey and stick my name and stuff on it. And be like, oh, here you go. We, we, here, we got one for you. I think Jordan definitely played it safe, but I mean, I don't dislike it. I and it, it, you never know how many color. What if they come back with like red pants and, and a blue jersey or red pants or you something like that? Come back with something else. This one ain't. This it. could be this just one, one color combination. This this one is not it. Shoot again. Okay, I don't dislike it. Speaking of Jackson State and Coach Prime, Dion told his players no slides, no wife beaters, and shower. Before the first day of school. Oh, still football players. In a speech, he said no slides, no sandals, no armpits exposed, meaning no wife beaters of tank tops. Sit in the front of the class and be the perfect gentleman when it comes down to it and you need help. That professor is going to recall your character and who you've been consistently in that class. No slides, no sleeveless shirts, no armpits, no none of that. I support that. And that is very true. How you act in class is a person who's been to them office hours, looked them teachers directly in their eyes and said, hey, we got to figure keep something out. Forward. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep going forward. That you're right. Your character, how you treat that, that, that teacher and your character, you know, within the classroom will have a big effect on how they treat you, especially if you need that grade. You ain't been showing up to class. You show up to class, disrupt, disrupt class. You act like you don't care. They ain't gonna care. Yeah, and I'm happy I mean, that, I'm, I'm happy, happy that he said it because everybody I'm, hasn't heard that. I'm happy that Dion is sticking to we are raising men, not just football players. You know that's been his mantra since he came to Jackson State. We're raising quality young men, not just football players. This is an example of that. And it sounds like and, everybody is buying into it. He seems really and authentic. Let's also, let's also understand this is this is him marketing. You this is where your mama gonna want you to go to school. You see, you see all oh, yeah, one hundred percent. They make him dress up and sit in the front of the classroom. All right, man. I guess this is where I'm gonna go, huh? Yep. Kind of raising the quality. I don't want to say quality, but yeah, raising the quality of 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 recruit by posting this, right? Yeah, and and I, I think I think it it it's easier to close the deal on the back end because you've already seen him hold his team to this standard. 
this is this is our standard. This is this is how we operate. The rest mm-hmm. of these teams gonna let your son go to school looking any kind of way. Then he gonna graduate from here and probably going to work doing what? Looking any kind of way. Which is yeah. real. We all have gone into the workforce and seen somebody and be like, boy. Do you think he'll get the that? Nah, he won't get backlash for that. Uh it's something what? that no. It's something that other HBCUs have tried to do. Right, other HBCUs tried to enforce that, but it it, it kind of backfired. Um, you have to do the other parts he does, though. You just can't do that part and assume that that's going to work. Dion does a lot of things to facilitate. You know, he's pro name on the back of the jersey. You see, he's got DJs at practice. He's it's an exchange. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you more structure, more rules. But I'm also going to give you more place to express yourself, flexibility, and try to stay within the time. And, just, you know, over you know over the past, HBCUs, for the most part, just want to follow rules and structure. But if you tell a coach, hey, I want to DJ at the game, probably laugh you out of his office. <laughs> yeah, you're true, man. So, I mean... <laughs> Shout out to Dion, man. He's it, the main comment that I've seen on this is that he's consistent. He's consistent. He pre, the way that he walks, talks, and acts. And you know, we we didn't want to. We call this the Dion segment for a while, but I mean, you keep yourself in the in the media for positive things. You get to be covered by lit- yeah. literally everybody. So, shout out to them, man. Let's get back to some football, though. So. Shameless plug here. Tomorrow, tomorrow we are doing a preview for college football since college football starts on Thursday. Um, Thursday. We're doing a preview tomorrow. We will we will do our preview tomorrow where we will talk about the uh, different conferences. Lies. We'll talk about the SEC and then we'll talk about everybody else. Uh, and then we'll also cover black college be- uh, football especially the SWAC, MEAC, CAA because of Hampton and A&T, as well as some of the other schools. Um, the Hampton University. But for now, we're going to talk about the top 10 prospects in HBCUs for the 2023 draft. HBCUs had a wonderful showing this year um, in the draft, this past draft, uh, especially Dakobe Durant is really starting to get a lot of steam and um, – in Los Angeles, thank you. Shout out to Kevin Durant for making him his honorary cousin. <laughs> Boy, that has got to be a good feeling. <laughs> and you know, now more people have. There are certain scouts who have probably never even seen that man play. So Kevin Durant says something. Well, he's already in the league, though. Ooh. Yeah, but I'm saying, I'm Yo, saying, what's good, Bray Wyatt? Well, yeah, just j- just the fact that there are more people who have seen him now probably watched him play somebody who never knew anything about him playing football it's like oh i guess i gotta watch this guy because kevin durant says something yeah 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 man so hopefully and as we talk about kevin durant talked about Dion. wow we don't know who you are but you are wild crazy for coming in on a yes, thousand sir. like that welcome bray right. riot welcome bray right we will say uh, came <laughs> he right came in, in with shooting, the didn't he big mad but uh we as we said before we will do a Mad SEC. Nick Saban. <laughs> we'll, do, <laughs> we'll do a SEC uh, college football breakdown tomorrow. Live tomorrow, uh, we'll talk about Georgia beating everybody, going for repeat national champions. 
um as well so but thank you for tuning in bray we appreciate everyone uh back to our hbcu segment man hbcus have top have 10 the top 10 hbcu prospects for the 2023 draft is isaiah land edge out of famu um mark evans mark evans uh old lineman out of arkansas pine bluff shaq davis who is who definitely uh shaq davis who basically beat Jackson state by himself last year in the hair, in the swack Neck championship, uh, for South Carolina you state, Jada kiss bonds from Hampton beast, beast, Killer. Kamari Avery, Abdul Ibrahim, Josh Pryor, Andrew farmer, Jablonski green and Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis is the edge from Southern university. Isaiah land. If you remember, he's number one because he set the record for sacks. But he also was about to transfer, and I think he commi- he was down to between Georgia, Florida, and Alabama. They all wanted him, and he decided to go back to FAMU. So shout out to Isaiah Land for staying um, in the HBCUs, but also uh, uh, being a top ten prospect. Man, I'm looking forward to seeing Jordan Lewis though, and and Jedekis Bond. But I'm I'm, I'm biased. And I want to say while we're here, because I did watch the entire UNC versus FAMU game. Mm-hmm. That was a very good game, entire game. And oh, I'm yeah. not sure who won the battle between UNC's defensive backs and FAMU's wide receivers. Fair. Uh, I will say, and we said this in the chat yesterday, if FAMU could have covered anybody, they probably would have won that game. Um. And who knows what they could have done with 25 more players. So now that we're here, fam, you, how do you let 25, how do you let the eligibility issue come up to the day, two days before you travel and then try to back out of the game? They weren't going to let you back out of that contract. You already paid. And sounds like you already spent the money. <laughs> Bag secure. Are you, are you done? Cause yeah, go ahead. Okay, so this is one of the biggest disappointments I've had in a very long time. Hey, we were really counting on you to go out here and have your have everything in order. Me and Reggie National are politicking. TV, first game. We we legit are like, hey man, every team that has an HBCU and a Power Five, they need to play against each other. We want to see that competition. We want to see that rivalry, specifically like Southern LSU. FAMU, Florida State. Now, you, while you played a very good game, congratulations. And I want to full stop say that. Y'all mm-hmm. played a very, very good competitive game down 25 players, three starters. Florida, I mean, not Florida State, UNC. UNC, hey, man, y'all, y'all kind of disappointing. I'm going to tell y'all right now, y'all not disappointing. Y'all are who we thought y'all were. Uh, I would be very uncomfortable if I had to watch that tape. And if I was you guys, that practice and and, and that film session is going to be terrible. You got killed there, son. You got killed there. It, it, it You guys are not the reason that y'all won. Let's make that very clear. Yep. And then so, you lost the lineman, got hurt, and they exactly. only had seven linemen because of the eligibility issue. The front, the dog AD should be ashamed of himself or herself, themselves. Uh, the school, unfortunately, school the school leadership dropped the ball. All of this should have been taken care of before. 
You can and you can't have week of oh we're down twenty five players. You can't really be down five or six. This is going to be the, the toughest competition you play all season. And more than that, y'all play another big game less than seven days. In seven days, excuse me. Yep, y'all play Jack. You got Jay. more figuring to do. But this was this was they. Luckily enough, you recruited well. You put enough, a good enough product on the field that the kids did their job. Yep. But everybody in sports information, everybody in that locker room, everybody who's in charge of that football team, this is a, this is an utter and complete disappointment. And if, if I'm the president at university, and y'all come on back to the house, y'all finna get in the ass cutting of a la- lifetime. Who who's getting ass cut? The president. I or mean, AD, whoever's responsible, like who's responsible every, in that situation? Well, number one, the head coach, head coach, athletic director. Those, those are the people who are in charge. Those are the front facing people. I'm sure that the president and, and off the heels of the girl who was butt naked by the rattler, the least you can, you, you can't. <laughs> You come back. School ain't ain't even started yet good. And y'all already two fiascos in. Yeah. Alumni Association will have something to say for sure. Man, by homecoming, hey, thoughts and prayers to you guys. Yeah, because they definitely foster and talk about having an open dialogue between student, alumni, and front, and leadership. So let me tell y'all, y'all go down there and get y'all bus whooped this weekend. Y'all go down there and get y'all buck cut this weekend. It'd be bad for y'all. Got too much going on. Y'all, y'all. <laughs> They'll get it together. Once again. Yeah. I hope they get it Splash together. Splash Cash Jesus going to wait now. <laughs> 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 the problem following you is still <laughs> you. Because <laughs> it ain't Jesus. That's going to live it in forever. Ain't Splash Cash <laughs> Jesus for sure. <laughs> But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, sticking with us through the HBCU News Around the Culture segment. Uh, remember, we will break down SEC football in the Alliance and also HBCU football tomorrow. Y'all stay tuned as we get ready for our basketball segment. Got some news we'll go through. We're going to talk about Chet again. Um, kind of want to break down and break that discussion up. Huh? Chet Hanks? Chet, sure. Chet. And then uh, Norwood had a bit of a... We're going to talk about Trey Young and Luca, and that's probably going to be the main discussion of everything. So, uh, y'all stay tuned. Where did you sneak that in? It's about to get spicy. Y'all stay tuned. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. You are listening to the Splashcast 36 pack. Uh, that was J I D or Jid, uh, however you want to say it. Uh, song Radar. Make sure y'all tune in Wednesday and listen to the Splashcast playlist episode soundtrack coming out every Wednesday. Album of the Year candidate. I said it. Uh, that's a heavy claim. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, you know how it is. We are now going to jump right into our basketball segment of episode 68 of the Around the League edition of the Splash Cast. Got a couple things we're going to talk about. Uh, 
this is a continuation of the conversation from last week uh, with Dennis Rodman, who was going to go argue for Brittany Griner <laughs> and try to get her free, has now decided not to go um, after the U.S. government strongly pl- advised against it. Uh, that tells me two things. They said, yo, if you get locked up over there, we can't get you. One, two, it's already discussions to try to bring her back anyway. See, you looked at this and how I looked at this completely different. I think that Putin told him, hey, bro, come over here on this one. Like, My guy, a, like doing a solid? Yeah, like this just not. You can come over here. I know what I want, and I'm not taking anything less than absolutely what I want. And you my boy, and that's all well and good. But this is not one that I, I – you coming over here can't help. That's what you do for a friend. Hey, man, don't even come over here. You, so you think Rodman is friends with I don't want to waste your time. So Rodman is friends with Putin. Uh, I, I think that friends is such a weird term. I think that – Well, it's what you just said. You said that's what you do with a friend. Uh, his strategic partnerships are weird because I feel like there is a respect level for him but friendship like true friendship is kind of tricky I think they just both see value in each other and find some commonality which I guess makes them friends so yes maybe they're friends I don't believe they're friends but yeah I'm glad Dennis Rodman is staying home um, you didn't think he went, him and Kim Jong-un were friends either. So he was over there. I wasn't surprised that they were. I'd be surprised if him and Putin are friends. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. like. So, man, uh, Giannis um, and Joker went at it uh, in the FIBA Basketball World Cup European qualifier. Um, it was a good game. I think Joker had like 40 points. Man, he's good. Giannis had 40 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. Joker had 23, 10, and 8. And Joker's team was a little bit better. But, man, that fadeaway three right there, they are dominating the league right now. Those two. And and what it shows is you can you don't have to be the highest touted or the, the best player come, you know, before you get to the pros. And it also shows that the scouts don't know it all. Neither one of these are guys who, yes, we are, Kev. Neither one of these are, are guys who who are, you know, when they came into the draft for, hey, I got to have this guy. So we are going to talk about Gil? Damn, that's not on the list. Um, but, yeah, it, the scouts definitely, I think the scouts did a good thing um, with Giannis. The guy who found him, the, the guy who found him is great. It was but two teams that found him. Giannis, it was the Hawks and the Bucks, and the Bucks had yes. eighteen, and we had the we had nineteen. Yeah, um, or sixteen, me. and we had seventeen. And that, that is one that I hit on. I did too. I like, when I, I saw, I was I like, like he's six nine and he's seventeen. Too fast. <laughs> yep, he's too fast. Too, yeah, this looks like something we can work out. Now, who I didn't see coming was Joker. Um, no, not a chance. I didn't see I didn't see Joker coming at all, and when he got in the league. I didn't see 
the this evolution as quickly. Um, no, uh, I didn't see that at all. At some point, we have to understand that the 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 Euro guys are killing the league right now. The, that you throw thought, Luca in there. That thought I mean, of uh, that thought of who would be who would win the best European players versus the best American players in this league is a lot closer now than it used to be. Oh, very close, especially if, if not if, if, if not Europe is doing better. But and, and you gotta think Europe is way younger. You Yeah. We yeah, we way mostly younger. mostly leaning on K D and Steph and LeBron. And LeBron. They out of here and it's like ha Yeah, we don't really have the big men, do we? Because now nah, we don't. Embiid is not from here at all. He's from Cameroon, so Yeah. <laughs> Call Anthony Towns. Demolished by all three of those guys. <laughs> He's good though. Um, but let's get to let's get to uh Gilbert Arenas. So we all agree. Do we all agree that Giannis is probably top three player in the league? A lot of people arguably the best player in the league. Do we agree with that? Top five at worst? Yes. That top three is so tough because Kevin Why? Durant and LeBron James exist. Yeah, they do. And it's it's just no I mean, I, I think Joker is good, but you pick Joker or Kevin Durant. Or Giannis. Giannis averages just, just as many points, just I'm, as many rebounds, just as many assists, has a ring. I'm I'm picking Slim Reap. Oh, Giannis? Maybe in one on one in the team game. You can't go wrong with either one. But you, who yeah. did go wrong was... That makes uh, you uncomfortable even thinking about it. Jesus, don't make... Uh, for I some reason, Gilbert Arenas thinks that Giannis is not a Hall of Famer and thinks that he has not gotten better. He says, sometimes it's hard to understand messages when success has been gotten. Kobe and Kanye commercial. Blah, blah, blah. Um... He says, has he added any new skill to his game? The only thing that has gotten better is he's stronger on his rim runs and wiser. He has, has his 3% three-pointer gotten better? Nope. Has his mid-range gotten better? Nope. Has his free throws gotten better? Nope. Has his back-to-the-basket play gotten better? Nope. He's stronger. His ability to take bumps and finish has gotten better, which helps his overall shooting percentage. The same flaws he walked into the game with, he still has now, which is why blah, 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 blah. And then he goes to justify how much more successful can you get? This is Mamba. Y'all some dick writers. Blah, 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 blah. Gilbert, you wrong as fuck. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, you wrong as hell. Giannis has definitely gotten better as a three-point shooter. He's definitely added more repertoire to his game in the paint. And he definitely has gotten better as a mid-range shooter. Well, maybe not mid-range. But he definitely has gotten better at the three-point. You are wild. I, this is this is frustrating because I really like Gilbert Arenas as a basketball player, as a basketball mind, and as a podcaster. He typically does pretty well with these. He does it from a player's point of view. But on this one, he just missed the boat completely. Man, you, you know what else you can say that about that's regarded as the most dominant player ever? Shaq. That's who you can say that about. 
that's that is that's there's ain't no You're all right. that all that shit is that is you a could, bullshit you ass take. Take the exact yes and, and put Shaq there. But y'all be kissing his ass because he's the most dominant but, player of all time. You know who else you can say that about? Oh, Will no, Chamberlain. You can't say that. No, you can't say that because Shaq's footwork and back to the basket did get substantially better with the Lakers. But the bigger like there there are clear places where he got better. He's a substantially there are clear places where Giannis handler. got better. Yeah, he's he's a substantially better ball handler and passer alone. That is their offense now. Is Giannis collapse the offense and kick it? He didn't start out like that. That's only because Jason Kidd made him play point guard, and everybody looked at him stupid. No, people looked at him stupid. I didn't. I was like, yes, hey, are, this is going to be a t- problem. Because you got to think, that was right at the end of that season where they were looking terrible, and they're like, what are you doing having Giannis play the point guard? And, yeah, he 100% care. Well, yeah, everybody's looking like, why are you having him play point guard? And then after that, He's not their point guard, but he 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 does a lot of distributing. He collapses the offense. It's, it's a smart game plan. And he's a better defender. From where he started to where he is now, he was he's he was defensive wasn't player. This he's two time defensive player yeah. of the year. Like like yeah. <laughs> unless you in and, and once again, you know me, follow your logic. Unless you thought he was a defensive player of the year candidate on, on year one. Which I don't think that anybody in, in the world would say. So yeah, Gil, you just missed the boat. Players fuck up. We say it all the time. This is yours. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. You can literally go. We have, and the thing is, we have media. You can go back and look at Giannis year one, year two, year three, year four, and look at the stats. You can look at everything, and you can, you can tell look at his body. Well, well, no, his body was his point. He said he got bigger, stronger, and faster, and that's what. That's the only reason everything else got better. Which is wrong. Wait, do you not think that being faster makes you a better basketball player? No, he doesn't. He said he he's talking about skill. Well, if I can get to a <laughs> point before you, that's a part that, that helps. <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, I mean, I I think it, I, it's to me it's one hundred percent hating. One hundred percent hating. I'm, I'm not gonna say I don't think the Gill is a hater. I don't think that. Because he's pretty good about a, being on the self, side of he's basketball He's a self-proclaimed players. hater, though, ain't he? He, say, no, he calls himself uh, a hater. I've never seen that. I'm they not putting wrong. that on another man's jacket without without uh, certification first. Reggie looks like, I'm going to go to the internet right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not because we got a lot of stuff to cover, but I like it. I know he, he said he's 100% I'm a hater. You know with his voice. 100% what the fuck are you talking about? You know. Well, yeah, I don't I don't think that he's really a hater. I just think he missed the boat on this. I don't, I don't want to be considered a hater if I miss one, even though I don't miss any. They said if Jordan was Greek, would Jordan still have these same flaws? Yeah. That's Jordan didn't fair. get the fadeaway until year seven. No, you can't put the can't. the the mindset of the greatest p- mindset of all time, and if you don't live up to that bar, then you're not anything. It's Jordan. Uh, no, right? I I I I'm, I I agree with what he's saying. You, the, I disagree there. It's just, I, it, the, the only people who have that. Well, I don't agree with what he's saying. I agree. I'm I'm fine with the. The comparison I don't like that at all now if Giannis come out here and Giannis has been here for nine years is it nine years yeah, it's been nine years was he drafted in 2013 I thought he was drafted in the John Collins draft 
No, I don't think so. No. Yeah, 2013. Yeah. Yep, 15th pick. We had to. Well, yeah, he's. All, I mean, and this is the part you can debate whoever you want to. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yeah, he is already. Then you can really do about and it. And not only is he a Hall of Famer, where you, what do you think he ranks all time? I mean, he's already top seventy-five, ain't he? And he's only twenty-seven. And not, <laughs> and not seventy-five either, boy. Let me tell you that. And he's only twenty-seven. Jordan was twenty-seven when he got his uh, first ring, wasn't he? It's not many people. It, it's it's not really anybody. Too many other than named Shaquille O'Neal who put this type of first seven years together. Yeah, first nine years I mean, together. Not not during our lifetime now. Bill, Bill Russell, y'all do what y'all want to with it. I don't know. Huh? You got it. But during my lifetime, it's not bit and his dominance. That's it. it you would probably say Shaq, people. Jordan, Tim Duncan, Kobe. No, Duncan not. not well, yeah, yeah, Kobe, 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 Kobe. Yeah, Kobe. like the ability to just give Tim me Duncan. This. You got to put Tim Duncan in there. But his is. He's he's not super dominating to me. He's just skilled and tactical. That can be dominating. I mean, he won like MVP. Like, come on now. He may be boring, I'm, but I no, it's, just, it's it's the subtlety subtlety to his game is the reason I don't put him in that same dominant. Like those other two are just going. They're trying to. Tim is going to do it. So he's boring in order fundamentally. Now he's going to do no 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 no. It's not about the boredom. Because, I mean, Giannis doesn't have the most exciting, you know, like, how many wow. times do you want to Giannis see be dunking running? on everybody. We talked about him folding it, De- DeAndre Ayton into a cardboard box for three weeks. Come on now. <laughs> well, it's it's not the most, like, it's, it's kind of, it's not a great game to watch. You're saying you it's don't, not, it's not a great game to watch. No. Okay, for me, like, when I, like, basketball, I like to see is like Kevin Durant. Just a killer. But like flawless, beautiful basketball. Giannis is just like. So you didn't like Shaq. Other than Shaq, but Shaq, <laughs> Shaq was, but, and I'm gonna tell you why. Shaq was way. Shaq was just dunk your face off, and Giannis does that, but it ain't the same. It ain't the same. Oh man, you just, think, uh, you, you just okay. Uh, okay, no, 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 no. Because you, I, I want to start. I, I figured out who you become. So, so do you think that they're the same? What do you mean? Shaq and Giannis. I think their games are very similar, except for Giannis is more of a – I mean, nobody's game is like Shaq's. Nobody's okay, game is which like one Giannis. do you want to watch? Which one do you want to watch? Both. Both. You got to pick one, Reggie. Uh, why do one. I have to pick – why do I have to pick one? Because that is, that, is, that is the decision that I'm making. So you you're saying I have to pick between wanting to watch but Shaq and wanting to watch hours. Giannis. Twelve hours straight basketball. You either one. I could. You could literally flip a coin. So whatever heads is, whoever is heads, that's who I'd pick to watch. It doesn't matter to me. I'd watch both. Oh, uh, yeah. That's where you and me and you are fundamentally different. I, okay. I don't ever really have to watch Giannis play again. But I watch Shaq <laughs> dunk on Chris Dudley a million times. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think I, I watched some Shaq highlights over the weekend. Just like, oh, well, I don't have anything to do here for a moment. About Shaq disrespect people, yeah. All right, well, we'll see. But we also I mean, understand that Giannis is only twenty seven, as Kev said. 
Uh, he's got a long way to go. Preferably. I do, and, and and the other part about that, as we talked about, ah, uh, big pivot. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to know how his game as it ages, because Shaq did get better. His footwork, the Lakers was impeccable. As much as people want to say that, you know, he was just dunking on people. Shaq used to kill him with the Lakers with his footwork. I wonder if Giannis ever gets there and what that looks like. That would be exciting. Why, but Giannis doesn't have to get there. But he's yeah. going to get older. He still, he still will be able. Well, right. I mean, so you're saying like what does age. he develop to counter, to counter, age. to counter getting older? Like Shaq did, yeah. Like Shaq was like he, Shaq was Giannis like when he played for the Magic, mm-hmm. but then as he aged, he became more technically proficient. And I want to see does you know because I'm. I'm I do think that Giannis does a lot to take care of his body, but are you going to be that guy forever? I mean, and that guy, that guy, LeBron's done it. Up, he, but Maybe. no, LeBron had soft skills are way better. I'm you talking about being able to be in shape until you're that old. Yes. Yes. I'm not saying LeBron did it, but LeBron's game also has translated to more three pointers now, way more three pointers. Yeah. I'm not saying it didn't, but I'm responding to you saying, are you going to be able to stay in that shape? And I'm like, well, yeah, he should be able to stay. To me, he should be able to stay. I I think that's that's kind of a moot point to me, unless he gets hurt. Now, if he gets hurt, that's that's the variable that we can't predict. I don't I I don't know. The only person I've seen whose game never really evolved like that is Russell Westbrook. Everybody else. I'm not saying his game won't evolve. I was strictly responding to you saying. I don't. Is he going to be able to stay? And he's gotten stronger, but is he able going to stay like that? And my response was, oh, but I mean, I LeBron think, did. I think that LeBron stays in that type of shape because he doesn't go as hard as he used to. He used to just try to dunk on your face a lot more than now. He wants to let me shoot the mid ranger. Let I'm me not, pass even more. That's fine, but he still can stay in. He still had to stay in shape to do that. LeBron lost yes. weight and stayed in shape not because his skills were te- te- deteriorating. He had to the game evolved. He had to run up and down more. He had to he had to stay in shape more. If so anything, I wonder if Giannis's game evolves. Cuz Shaq's game evolved and LeBron's game evolved. I think Giannis's that, game has evolved already. That's the part that I'm, I'm, dis- I'm disagreeing with Gil about. His game has evolved. But I think it's going to have to evolve again as if, once he hits if he wants to play in his 30s, I think his game is going to have to evolve again. I think his game, what, in that, and then I counter that with saying, what will give you any other fraction that it hasn't? He's literally gotten better every year. How do you say somebody's game hasn't evolved and they've gotten better every single year? We've seen Giannis literally get better every single year. Because I, I, I now I kind of understand what Gil is saying is he doesn't have his – his jumper has gotten better. His jumper has gotten better, but it's still not something that he can really lean on. His three-point shot has gotten better, but it's not something that he can lean on. His his footwork around the basket, it has gotten better, but it's still not something he can just I don't if he doesn't out jump you, he he not going he's not going to pump fake you or or like a, a post move you to death. He's not going to do that. But you just said all of these other players, their games have evolved. I'm asking yeah. you, what indication has Giannis given you that his game won't evolve? 
to me, the, his soft skills haven't gotten substantially better. Is, you didn't you just say he got better as a passer? Yes, but not substantially better. Not to not to like how many players have gotten substantially better in one? His passing has gotten better. Has substantially gotten better all at one time. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. I don't think that if, if you could take LeBron to a, I mean not LeBron, you could take Giannis to a point where he could become like the master facilitator, and you instead don't. of. I'm asking you. I didn't, I'm making sure I heard you right. You don't. Yeah. No, I don't think that he could get to a point where he just all pass and 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 no scoring. Who, who has or, gotten? Or, or, who or, has gotten to that point? You, LeBron has it. Who has gotten to that point where they were a 100 percent score? 100. Who was a scorer first and has become a, a, a no scoring passer? No, LeBron hasn't. But I think that I think that he should have. But he that's not answering my score. question. Who has though? That's 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 putting almost an unreachable goal for somebody. You're telling him to forsake scoring, and he and he can't evolve to not scoring and being a facilitator only. So, and that's okay. an indictment so what I'm on saying him. Is, so what I'm saying is, I hope that he finds a secondary skill set in which he can be legendary in, like the rest of the guys have. If that makes sense. If it doesn't, that's fair too. And that was my point. My goes back to the original question. What indication has shown you that he won't? I just said I don't know. Okay. I just I, I'm unsure. I'm unsure. Speaking of LeBron, I disagree with both of y'all. But speaking of LeBron, Pat Bev traded to the Lakers. Now Pat Bev said, I think it's Pat Bev Why? that said, You can y'all y'all can sit and don't say nothing, but it ain't cool. But he basically blamed KD because KD was holding up the free agency market. And if you agree with him or not, the evidence shows that as soon as KD said he's coming back to the Nets, Pat Bev was signed the next day. Okay. What is <laughs> Patrick Beverly, I don't care. <laughs> Blame KD because you're not as good as him. How about that? Just say that. I'm not as good as you, so I have to wait. That's life, my friend. There are people who have greater influence than you. And when they have influence, you have to wait for them to make a decision before you make a decision. That's life. You don't like it, Patrick Beverly. You know what you could always do? You go be better than him. But you're not. And you never will be. And let's be real. This trade to the Lakers is trash. What do you think it means for Russell Westbrook? Because the rumor is that they about to trade him. The rumor is that they try, the Pacers are willing. Are, if the Pacers are, the Lakers are in discussion of sending their two first round picks to the Pacers along with Russell Westbrook and somebody for uh, Miles Turner and uh, Buddy Hill. Allegedly. It's all alleged. Alleged, alleged. Why in the hell would the Pacers do that? Yes. And I'm going to tell you right now, Pacers. Hate to be here, but we we have documented you make stupid decisions here re- relatively recently. Shout out to you sending us Nate. Um, uh, and but they, they got Tyrese Halliburton though. That was that was a steal. If you let me finish my statement, I was going to get to that. Oh. If you think that you found you actually had like number one, 
You didn't find Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, they gave away Domantas. You traded Domantas Sabonis, who's an all-star. You didn't find him. You mm-hmm. traded arguably your best player for this guy. And if you think you should trade your best player, get Halliburton, and then you think the next thing you should do is stick Russell, I can turn the ball over, Westbrook <laughs> next to him, you're a bonehead. And they should fire you and fire the next coach because that's stupid. <laughs> and if you think that turning Miles Turner and Buddy Hills into Russell Westbrook is a logical decision, you, you're a damn fool. Hey, man. Weirder things have happened in the NBA. No, don't say weirder. That's stupider. Okay, that too. Dumber things have happened in the NBA. I don't... I mean, the Lakers just be old. Like, they would buy Russell out. But the Lakers just be old, dog. You know how, know how much that million is? $44 million, dollars, yeah. $44 million is his cap hit. So what are you telling... You telling Hall- Halliburton, go ahead and waste this season? I'm not going to play then. <laughs> Y'all going to bring Russell here and then burn $35 million for draft picks? Y'all not trying to win with well, me neither. <laughs> I mean, they could be... That could be the tank. Tank for the dude from uh Could be. That is the tank. From France. Big seven foot three the, dude. I mean, that's what the Spurs are doing. That's what the Jazz are doing. That's I mean, they okay. could just be joining well, the tank. You know the you, you know the OKC still has every pick for the next seventeen years. The the math don't even work on that. If if that's how you guys are planning the future of this, God bless you, then I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't want to be a part of this organization. Oh, I mean, that's how basically basketball is run. <laughs> when you're not good, you have cap space and you, you you buy people out and trade them. That's how it goes, especially when you're in well, a mid- And it's really if you're a, a, mid, a mid-tier market. Those are the ones that normally take all of that. Well, you know you have to extend them too. I'm out of there. I'm out of there. I don't hate this roster as much as everybody else does. Miles Turner, uh, Halliburton. Buddy Heald, uh, they have another guard that I like too. Oh, Chris Duarte. Do not bring Russell Westbrook anywhere over here. We have hmm. two young, good guards. Yep. Yeah. True. Speaking of OKC, though, we kind of touched on this on Saturday Morning Live, man. Oh, Lord, here we go. Chet Holmgren with the potential, with night potential at this point. It's, it's torn ligaments in his foot that he suffered in the pro, allegedly in the pro-am at the crossover in um, Jamal Crawford's thing in Seattle while playing against LeBron and all of that. It's unfortunate that he's out. And I wanted to continue that discussion of what do you think this is when it goes to now other players and future first round picks playing in those programs and everything. Do you think that this could be the end of it? There's going to be a knee jerk reaction, an overreaction happens every time with everything, but there's no difference between playing a pro-am and playing pickup ball like Steph and Trey did today. Yeah. And if they don't play like that, then what do you expect them to do? When it's time to show up to be ready for the season. Well, Bas- I think the basketball difference- players play basketball. 
I think the difference is in a pro am versus what Steph and Trey did is Steph and Trey's is kind of like they played in what didn't they play in like a similar gym to uh like when the same gym that LeBron goes and plays in and all the NBA players play in New York is the one that where Melo works out at right and he had DeAndre yeah, Hunter we talked about that so it's that, still it's still more of a training facility versus a pro am like you you're it's playing pros and amateurs playing basketball you can put a fancy jersey on or you can play in a hoodie still same thing okay well then if that's the same thing then then they fall under the same question then you think that could be the end of players playing in those things you're not stopping players from playing pickup basketball no yeah what do you tell what are you gonna tell lebron oh well you can only play in sanctioned workouts now man people shut up talking to me I'm, I'm interested to play in the world. I'm ever. interested to see the oh they're sanctioned by the NBA. Well, I didn't know that either. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's basketball. What you can't stop basketball players from playing basketball. Yeah, it's really just you a had, series of unfortunate events for Chet. I mean, it yeah. sucks. And I still double down on this should not add to whether or not his body is durable enough to play in the NBA to me. Time will tell that. Time yeah. Will tell that. I will. I agree with that. Time will tell, but this is like I said, it's foot injury. Uh, do I really want to talk I about, have, Oh, go ahead. I have my gut feeling, but like time will always tell. We'll for sure be able to find out soon and very soon. Yeah. Yeah. And other news that nobody cares about Ben Simmons could reportedly play center. Moving on. Uh, How? How are you going to play center? He don't play basketball. (laughs) I don't care. I'm tired of really hearing about the Nets. If you really want me to be honest, after all that shit, what happened? I'm tired of really hearing about him, to be honest. I don't don't care. Show me what. Reggie said he's sick of y'all. He's sick of it. Whole lot of hoopla for nothing. Yeah. Uh, the Suns. The Suns are bringing back broke baby. The Suns are bringing back the retro jerseys from when they made the run to the uh, to the finals. It's a good jersey, definitely. If you mix it with uh, Charles Barkley's uh, Barkley shoes, the thirty CB thirty fours. Correct. Those those tough as well. Black and purple. Those were tough. And black and blue. Um, But this is this is a legendary. To me, this falls in the same category as like the Vince Carter Raptors jersey, uh, the Dominique Hawks jersey. This was this is a good throwback. If you're from the throwback era, this is the this is one of the this one of them. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna table a discussion because we're to the end of the basketball segment. Tune in to Saturday morning live. Um, we are going to talk about Trey Young versus Luca, and how Ludacris says Trey Young doesn't belong in Luca's stratosphere, which is just egregious to me. But I'm you don't open put to MVPs the MVPs in the same category as All Star players. Do you? What MVP Luca got? Oh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we come to the end of the NBA segment of episode sixty yeah, of the Splashcast. Uh, we will now you stay go tuned. Count them votes. What what votes? You know they vote on the MVP every year, right? Who won? Who won? Who won? No. Okay. Not, uh, go look and see how many. Go look and see how many votes the Trey got, and then go look at how many Luca got, and then tell me did they. And, tell, the and then track. at the end, when I do that, 
will there be a difference in the number of MVPs each one of them have? Wow. Got you. Cool. Uh, we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Again, listen to the Splash Cast 36 pack. It's fire. Uh, listen to it as we get right back. We'll be right back with the football segment. Y'all stay tuned. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with our football segment of the Around the League edition of episode 68 of the Splash Cast. Man, y'all were just listening to the Splash Cast 36 pack. That was pretty fire myself, if I think say so myself, man. I'm Jig telling you. playing, dog. Jig ain't, Jig ain't playing with y'all. Missing. That brother them crazy. He's. Let's listen to the album, man. I told y'all. Last two weeks, we've gotten fantastic music. I don't care what they say about game. If you listen to that game album, if you like rap, there's no way you don't like it. And if you love rap, then listen to this Jid and tell me that he don't bar your face off. <laughs> so, with that being said, man, we're here with the football segment, man. We got... When this story broke, ooh, I had a really bad joke. But I'm going to say it anyway. When this story broke, all of Cleveland took a deep exhale. Um, <laughs> Duh, you all right? Did you freeze? <laughs> Come on, let's do it. You just don't want to laugh. You know that's funny. <laughs> but, um, yeah, boy, quick scope, boy. <laughs> but, in all seriousness, man, I, 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 the joke was there, but I, I do want to say that we don't condone any of this behavior. Um, the Bills punter, Ariza, is it Matt Ariza? Yes, correct. Matt Ariza, I think he is a, he's a rookie, if I'm not mistaken, right? Correct. Who was who was drafted? I think in like he was projected to be as high as a fourth round pick which is crazy as a punter um he actually punted the ball 81 yards in a preseason game 81 not rolling <laughs> it was like air 78 time. in the air i think it was 81 in the air um he he has a big leg pause when it comes to football and punting um is now come out that he is part of a group of San Diego State University football players who allegedly gang raped a 17 year old girl, but declined to comment. Um, and uh, the alleged rape happened uh, before Ariza was drafted in April, and he would not be subject to the league's personal conduct policy. Go ahead and write that off. They know where the league ain't gonna do nothing. Um, as a result, then the Bills had to have Matt Barkley be their punter. Um, shout out to Matt Barkley. Staying on a roster. Pulling to Tom Tupa. Uh, and then wow. it, yeah. Tom Tupa. And then it came out Humble that, flex. <laughs> it came out that the Bills are releasing the punter effective immediately. Uh, it turns out that it's a civil lawsuit that was brought to the news uh, since and now 
his career, if not already over, is 100% on hold. A lot of people yeah, are actually they, blaming the Bills. Why I say blame the Bills is because they're saying that there's no way you didn't know this was coming before. And I had this discussion with a person that I consider in an NFL insider yesterday. And they are under the impression that the NFL does not know all. I am not an NFL insider, slightly, jokingly, but uh, I just, I have too many questions. I don't believe that. And I know I've seen how much the teams know about a player. Personal information is not readily available. So if you have this much access to what is considered non-public information, this, which is public information, I would assume that you would have to know. And if you don't know, then that's on you. To me, it's easily it's easily able to find out who knew. Um, because he's a rookie, and this happened before he got drafted. This happened while he was at San Diego State. Right. So you can go back and figure out if they talked to the coach, if the coach knew, if the AD knew. They do their due diligence when they go talk to these people. They don't just talk to them. You have and to this do this has happened while you've been watching this player. That's the other part. Now, this happened in seventh grade. Okay, cool. No, I've been in I've been scouting this guy. I've I've been I would assume that you've been looking at his social media. I would assume that you're my point is now that you you can figure you brought, out like, as a rookie, you're right. You can figure out one, either you didn't do your due diligence as a as a scout, right? You can go down the list, chain of command, who was supposed to do their due diligence. You didn't do your due diligence as a scout, or you did, you asked about it and the coach didn't say anything, or the coach said anything, you did your due diligence and you still reported him as draftable. Which then leads to the conversation of, and I don't want to do it, but come on, man, I'm going to make it racy. If this happened, if you did your due diligence and you found this out about a black, a black, anything, anybody else. Toast. These, he's toast. There's we know no he's way toast. he would be drafted, especially a punter. Drafted. A punter? You got, remember Oakman uh, from, from uh, Baylor, they found out he didn't even do it. Totally. trying to get back at Toast. Lyle Collins. Lyle Collins went from lottery pick to undrafted. Yeah. You do all of that, but then you do your due diligence here, and you didn't know that this was coming? You you didn't want to know. Or, well, one, you didn't want to know, or San Diego State covered it up. Well, or San Diego State covered it up, or everybody knew, and they thought it wasn't going to come out until she filed a civil suit. That means you're not looking at, like, somebody's – you're not doing the social media searches on it. These are very basic, low-level things. And I feel like that's a lie. There's no way that they didn't. I feel like when you talk it through, he de- they definitely knew, and they drafted him anyway. 
you if you've been scouting this guy, you've been watching him. And San Diego State, Since, you let him play. Unless it happened after the football season. October. During the football season. You let him play. Nobody's talking about that. You let this guy play. Who was Okay, you that's not necessarily true. It happened in October. Don't know when, no, it, was when it okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that cause boy, I was whoo. That's because that's a strong allegation that I would make if they if they knew in October versus if they didn't know until after the football season. Now that that is a question. That is a million dollar question. And we still and, haven't got to the part that she was seventeen. Unless she well, she was no, she was seventeen. Now she could have been a freshman. I don't know. But we still haven't even gotten to the part that she's seventeen. Okay, now this is the thing about her being 17. If she's a freshman, then she's a 17-year-old freshman. How would you know? If you meet a girl at college. I, I, that's why I said, that's when I said, I was yeah, like, well. If you meet a person, yeah, we've a been freshman. in college. Met a woman, I didn't ask her, hey, exactly what? what is your age? I assume, you know, kids are stupid. You here with me, I assume you're my age. <laughs> The kids are stupid. We in school together, right? <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I, I'll back off that point, but yeah, it don't look good though. I'm gonna tell the, you, it the front it, office with everything else, it does not look good. But if you've been to college and you think about it, all right, I met you. We're at a party. I want your phone number. I don't know how. I would assume you're of college age. Even with that being said, nobody deserves to be gang raped. So, oh no, that part, no, no, that is, I want every, I just want, I want them to do an investigation, and once they figure out everything, but if I was the Buffalo Bills, I would tell you I would release every piece of data I had on that man. You think people would believe if they didn't have any data about him being in a gang rape? You think people would actually believe that? You just sat here and said you don't believe it. <laughs> that they didn't know. I would hope that you would have something. I hope that you I hope that you would have something and it would be what? The way that it it was not So let's so they have something. I hope that you would have something and it would just be like it was not presented to me this way. That's the only thing that you can really hope for. I if was just completely that, misled you, in the And information. if they said that, would you believe them? You'd have to ha- you'd have to have almost a signed affidavit that downplays what happened, verse and and say that's what we were told what happened. Right. You're right. Versus you're right. I don't believe I, I ain't gonna believe you. Now. I ain't gonna believe you. Bring me all the post notes in America. You're right. I believe you know. Yeah, like that's come re- on, man. Reason we're the realest podcast in the world. We talk through things here and figure it out. You're right, Buffalo Bills. We don't trust you. Nope. Uh, another team. No, first off, put a period, not a comma. Let's go ahead and end that segment. I do not want it to seem like I'm associating Jimmy G with Matareza. No, I'm just surprised that Jimmy G has restructured his contract, one-year contract that will keep him in San Francisco this season. He is basically a backup. Or is he? Mm. You know... Yeah, you know when uh you used to talk to this chick for whatever reason 
And then she feel like she finna get her a man, but you know it ain't gonna work. Okay. Go ahead, do you, boo. I'll be right here waiting on you when you come back. And I think he might believe that, hey. Well, no, I would not be right here waiting when you come back. But I see what you're going with that. If you know it's still... <laughs> I don't want to get into that. Let's, let's stick with the sport. Yeah. Yes. But for this situation, this is a really good job. And I think he's going to blow it. Jimmy G? I, yeah. Or, or if, Trey Lance? If, no, no, no. If I'm Jimmy G, I'm betting on Trey Lance blowing it. I'm like, yeah, you why? guys can. Why not? Because the team is good enough to. Okay. That means you're looking at it from you think that you're the better quarterback. And you think that you're a good quarterback. Not better. You think you're a good quarterback in the NFL, which as a quarterback, you have to think that. You've been to two Super Bowls. Like, and, you, you got to think you that. you get to see him every game. Oh, been to one you get to see him every practice. And if you know, I know he cannot, like, just like with the woman, I know he can't handle this. He going to fumble. As soon as he fumble, I'll be right back in there. Same thing with this situation. Oh, y'all going to keep me around? I'll sit over here, sit out half the season, put my hat on the clipboard, don't have to get destroyed. Eventually, you're going to have to, he's going to have to put up or shut up. You can say whatever you well, want to about point me. Well, my point was... From the outside looking in, that team, you never thought Jimmy G was the catalyst of that team, right? Jimmy G, they treat Jimmy G and the 49ers the way the Rams treated Jared Goff. They have been looking for a replacement since he got there. And they believe that Trey Lance is the hey, uptick. baby, you ain't going to find nothing better than me. That's what he knows. <laughs> Baby, you coming home? You going to come home? I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. Do that. Do that. I want you to do that. I want you to try it so you know that's not for you. What makes me think and, What makes me think of this more, though, is I don't think they could trade Jimmy G. I don't think anybody was willing to trade for him. At least, I, or they wanted too much, one or the other. Not right now, but give it two, three weeks. There are multiple teams that have are starting the season stupidly. The Seahawks, <laughs> the Giants. Oh, we're going to get there. <laughs> and the Jets. If you think that I think that any of those teams have a good strategy for what they're doing at the most important position, you're wrong. So I think that Jimmy G, uh, and you know my, my feeling about the NFL, you'll get an opportunity. If you stay healthy and have a positive attitude, that number one guy is going to end up missing the game. It's going to happen. But he was the Lance, number one guy. He's the guy that is, he's the reason that Trey Lance is getting that option, that that ability, that chance. That's my, because he of knows his play. He's coming back. He Trey, hopes it's coming think. back. Trey Lance is a mobile quarterback in this NFL. Oh, you I, uh, you I, playing the injury card? Yes, I think that's a very realistic card to play. We'll see, man. The I, Niners have such one, a strong run game that I don't know if he'll – I mean, he will have to run, but, I mean, he won't have to run as I much as you're thinking. I am a firm believer. If you're a good football player, and you're as long as you're number two, you're going to get a chance before the season is out to show that you're a good, you're a good football player. I've seen it happen every time. You're going to get a shot. You never know, man. 
It's 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 interesting though. I didn't think about it from the chance of you are going to be. I mean, at the end of the day, whether he's there for because he thinks he's going to get the job back, or whether or not he is basically after making it to Super Bowl, NFC Championship game, you've been demoted to backup. That's a hell of a demotion. No matter what you think, that's a hell of if in any other job, if you make it to the the highest level, the number two out of any other job, any other corporation, you're number two. And then the next year you drop from number two to number three. And you get demoted. That's, that's, that's a hell of a demotion. But you got to think about where you got to think about where he came from. He'd been sitting behind Tom his, before I get, I'll get my chance. I got my chance and uh, behind the goat. You don't think I get my chance behind Trey Lance. Let me show you. Why does he need another chance? He had to be. He was the. He was the. He was the starting quarterback. That doesn't. That no. Yes, but they also used a bunch of draft capital to go try to get a better quarterback. Right. He's going to get another shot. He's playing the long con. He's playing the long game. I don't hate it. He might not get it with the Forty Nineers though. Um, you mentioned no. He has a no trade clause. He's he's a Forty Nineer for the rest of the season. Know that. Um, we mentioned the Seahawks before, man. Shaquem Griffin, who's inspirational. Uh, he's the one-handed, first one-handed player drafted in the modern NFL. That modern NFL makes me think there was a one-handed player in the AFL or something. But anyway, uh, he actually played really well. Um, he has decided to retire after four years, uh, and pursue other endeavors. He does have a twin brother who is staying in the NFL. Uh, they yeah. call him Shaq Griffin and Shaquem, and I forgot the other name. But um, yeah, so I like I like that his answer him. was yeah. Now I'm going with Plan A. Um, you know, I guess since day one, his parents uh pretty much raised him that football was Plan B, which I think is excellent. And now he's like, yeah, I'm going with Plan A. I'm going to execute my dreams. Yep, so I have all the capital to do that, which is dope. Absolutely, you got the capital. You have the connections. Um. I mean, he's a, he's a unique player that the world knows about. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, yeah, this is excellent. One hundred percent, man. It's 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 really good. Uh, his brother will still continue to play. His brother is like all pro, or like second team all pro, or something like that. Um, so the Seahawks, man, they did right by him, and I'm happy for it. One- and then they are doing wrong by their quarterbacks, though. Boy, now. You are a Florida Gators fan, correct? I am. You b- believe Steve Spurrier, the old ball coach, is one of the best quarter is one of the best coaches of all time, correct? I'm not gonna say he's one of the best coaches of all time. Yeah, I guess so. Yes, he is. Yes. Steve Spurrier Steve had Steve Spurrier had a quote. I said, "Well." If you got two quarterbacks, now this is from somebody that runs. This is a quote, and it's funny because he ran a two-quarterback system when he had to. When you Doug have Johnson, two of the quarterbacks, <laughs> when you have two quarterbacks, that means you don't have many. You don't have none was the word. You have two quarterbacks, that means you don't have none. Seems like Pete Carroll disagrees. We have two number one quarterbacks. <laughs> Geno Smith oh. and Drew Locke. I want everybody to take a moment and, and I want you to acknowledge is we many times talk about Alex Anthopoulos and the Atlanta Braves. 
and excellent asset management, this is the exact opposite. Pete Carroll, quietly, while being highly successful, has managed to alienate every player that has ever been on this team. From the entire Legion of Boom, including Earl Thomas getting him under the finger on the way out, Marshawn Lynch, <laughs> and and they don't have two number twos, they have two number threes. Uh, and then finally, Russell Wilson even alienated him and sent, and, and now he, he's a, a Bronco. Pete Carroll, I'm not going to say he doesn't know what he's doing because he's clearly known what to do in the past. I mean, he's won at every level that he's coached. Every stop he's won at. He's losing grip right now on reality. He is continuing to spiral into a terrible place. And I don't Mm. see any hope for the Seahawks in any time in the future. And this two quarterback system is not the answer. You have two Two me- mediocre at best quarterbacks in DK Metcalf, a wide receiver who can't run routes and can't catch. I think Pete Carroll and the front office waited a year too late to get rid of Russell Wilson. If you were going I, to, if you were going to get rid of Russell you think Wilson, Russell is the problem. I never said he was the problem. I said Pete Carroll. And the front office, if they were going to get rid of Russell Wilson, they should have done it last year. They shouldn't have done it before this year. This year, the relationship was so sour that it was known that Russell Wilson was going to leave. Foregone conclusion. So when that happens, all of a sudden you have teams that are willing to give you Drew Locke and a fourth-round pick or a first-round pick, and you have a quarterback competition with Drew Locke and Geno Smith. That is This is what you get. This is what you get. Everything else about alienating everybody else, well, it's not like they were all best of friends anyway. Apparently, Russell Wilson was alienated from everybody on that team. So, when it this comes to it, just bad roster management, this is atrocious. And I think, now I will shoot 17 cents towards his bail. He didn't know that Chris he didn't know that Chris Carson was going to retire. Chris Carson is their starting running back. They lean heavily on the run, which is why you probably make that trade with a disgruntled Russell Wilson. You think you can lean on the running game and DK, I don't think you can lead on the running game and mainly uh rebuild the defense and win. When Chris Carson retired, they are now they don't really have a quarterback and you don't they have a rookie running back at uh the dude from Michigan State, Kenneth the third. No relation. Yeah, we don't have the same last name. Kenneth the third. You got screwed. Now Chris Carson is replaceable. I'm not saying he's not, but at the time that he retired, he didn't retire like at the beginning of the offseason. Like he retired not too long ago. I, I'm I'm not the biggest Pete Carroll fan right now. I just don't think that he's doing the I don't think anybody you run off all of Pete your Carroll No, fans. I used to like I, I'm not gonna say that I didn't. Yeah, like during the USC Reggie Bush and then getting Russell Wilson's guy that everybody didn't know was gonna be good type of thing. But for me, 
He just hasn't managed his assets very well. And maybe doubling down on Russell Wilson and alienating the Legion of Boom was the end of that. But if you're going to do that, then you can't also lose Russell Wilson long term. And for me, this is all this is all Pete Carroll. If if you get the credit for being as good as you were at the top, then you have to get the credit for being as bad as you are at the bottom. Uh, it's not all Pete Carroll. It's GM too. Because remember, the GM is also praised for him and him and the GM or is it the president because they're known for drafting. They drafted everybody. They ain't really trade for a lot of people. So I agree. it's the and GM then they too. For Jimmy Graham, that that was kind of a lot of it. They traded for Jimmy Graham. That just missed. So is that it that they miss in free agency? Because I can't remember the last. Well, Marshawn Lynch. Never mind. Um, <laughs> ah, da, da. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch. Never mind. But um, has any news come from the Aaron Donald? Uh, the Aaron Donald Rams Bengals practice. Did anybody get suspended? Did anybody? Did anybody? Did any news suspended come from for what? That? And you get suspended for a practice for joint practice? I don't know. I would assume not. I don't think so. It's not a it's not a game. Yeah, that's an agreement between two teams to practice. I don't think that as an NFL player, they can step in and and uh step into what? And like yeah, like suspend you for I don't think you can suspend somebody for practice. But if there's anybody who ever needed to be suspended from a practice, it's the man holding the other team's helmet and using it as a <laughs> as a battering ram. <laughs> Nobody I'll sees this right here. You look at that Aaron Donald, but look at Buddy just mushing this Bengals guy right here. <laughs> exactly. I come in the club, shaking my dreads. <laughs> <laughs> Getting you up out of there real quick and not even oh paying you no know, attention. Uh, but um, I, I'm – I, I wish they played but each they, other in the regular season. This is the NFL's fault. We already talked about this. Stop, stop doing these hot button ass practices after, and then expecting these players not to be upset. Yeah, yeah. You do the Rams versus the Jets or something. You don't do the Rams yeah. versus the Bengals who just played each other in the NFL championship game. And then be mad the, they want to choke each other when the Bengals feel like they were cheated. Like you, yeah. <laughs> like come on now, the writing's on the wall. Exactly, um, or that hard, or that dude's face is gonna be on the wall for sure. Though we're gonna get some peace out of confusion. I wish they would have had hard knocks uh, with one of these teams. Um, was a hard knock? Knocked him upside <laughs> the head with helmet. Have you been watching Hard Knocks though? I gotta watch the latest. Absolutely. I watched the latest episode, man. I really do like the. I like Jamal. Williams, I love man. this guy. Love this guy. Um, if you remember uh, in Hard Knocks, Coach Shepard. Kelvin Shepard said, if you're not able to be yourself, you're never going to be a, you're never going to allow that person to reach their potential. Basically saying Jamal Williams is a unique individual. He does things. He's, he's in the anime. He's a very bright, big personality. And if you try to limit him, he won't be that same person. Right? So it's on the heels of the joint practice that they had with Indianapolis where it got chippy. Uh, the joint practice, uh, they talk about how he talks a lot of trash. Uh, he's very passionate about the game. <laughs> ah! And uh, a lot of shade there. And uh, they talk about his in, his interactions with the fans and just his personality as a whole. And, and he's definitely that guy. I have watched this guy for at least a year now. 
just because he's not your typical football player. He he's in his own world, like you say. He's into anime. He's not. He's just not as a person who's been around a lot of football players. He's not your standard regular football player, but very passionate, very hardworking. Uh, also, want the biggest thing for me about this is. This is why it's, it's extremely important to have black coaches on the roster. And I will say the Detroit Lions have done a great job of having a lot of minority coaches. Like and all minority. Of, I think every position coach is a minority. Yep. And they've also had former NFL players who are coaching. So you have guys who know the game, and you 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 have guys who understand the guys who are playing the game. And, and I know that... I played for coaches who just our lifestyle were so completely different. I was never understood. And then you read what Shep said about him and you're like, damn, that that's right. If you let me be my whole self, I can be my best self. And at any point where I'm not allowed to do that, it, as much as I'm stunning myself, I'm also stunting my ability to be my absolute best. Uh, so, you know, it's one thing that me and Reggie Champion are here all the time, more black coaches, and this is this is, this is is why we believe it. That's my point. NFL, you're on the clock. If the Lions do well, there's literally not one assistant coach you could go to that is not in a prominent position on the field that is not a minority, oh. that all have ex- coaching experience, every single one and, of them. And are good players, too. Because Deuce but he Deuce should, is a hell he of a running back coach. Should have gotten that job a long time ago. Should have got that Philly job a long time ago. Deuce yes, should have got the 100%. Philly job. Deuce should have got the Philly job. He should have got the head coach job in South Carolina. Deuce has been looked over a lot, and he just keeps churning out running backs. Keeps churning out and running still backs. Coaching his ass off. You can see. You can look right there, hard knocks, and in ten minutes, you're like, you know what, that guy. That's the coach. That's he's a good football coach, man. Aaron Glenn is a good football coach. Deuce is a good football coach. Kelvin Shepard is about to start an undrafted rookie at linebacker and telling it like, oh yeah, Rodrigo. And I like him. He plays tough, and he's a guy. There is a unique skill set to the guy who can always find. Hey, where is the ball at? And let me go run into that guy. He body slammed the offensive lineman on the last episode. Yeah. Ooh, okay. He seeking miss. <laughs> yep. So uh they look good, man. In other news, NFC least news, we're gonna breeze over this real quick. Uh then we'll get to Bama verse. I hope our viewer is still here. I think he left. But uh Bama verse uh uh UGA off the field and in the pocketbook. Uh but before we get there, Chase Young is gonna be on reserve pup meaning he's not out for the season but he's out for at least the first four games of the year (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) the lions are about to bite some ankles i mean we we beat him so but chase young you you starting to be on the clock player i was about to say is this alarming because when he's played he's been dominant ish I have a large group of friends who are Commandos fans. They don't like him? Don't love him. Not in love with him. And he's hurt a lot. Now he is hurt a lot. 
I'm not ready to call you a bus, but let me tell you, there is a heat on your seat. And if you don't understand that, you're missing the boat. I'm not ready. I'm 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 on yellow right now. I was on green. I thought he was gonna be because at one point he looked like a monster, and then now I'm I'm on the yellow button of hesitation. But well, was, after was, them four weeks, my friend, you need to come out. And and their team, because the NFC East is so not good, you you got to be in competition. Well, you what's can't alarming let the Cowboys to run away with it? Well, we'll get there. But what's alarming to me is that this came out of nowhere. There was no indications. There's nothing. Now, I don't know if they allow cameras at practices. I don't follow all of the commando social media, but I did try to look this up, and it, there was not a lot of articles posted saying, oh, Chase Young has a horrific injury and da-da-da-da-da-da. It just kind of came out of nowhere. It was a surprising development, to say the least. Um, That's good. That's good health management. That's what you would really want from a – Hey, right, you don't need to know what we got going on over here. Not until we have to tell you. And that's probably what, oh, that's definitely what it was. 53 man, ro- 53 man roster time. And then you got to, you, you either have to put him on the roster, or you got to put him on PUP. And that's when it probably came out. Mm-hmm. 100%, man. Speaking that's of players the getting hurt. Missing the boat. Facing the players getting hurt, man. Um,. Well, first, let's talk about the Cowboys. The Cowboys are worth $8 billion. Jerry Jones bought the Cowboys in 1989 for $150 million, and he is now worth – the team is worth $8 billion. Uh, So they're raking in the money. They are raking in the The money. The team is worth that. Not not – I didn't say he. I just said the team. Yeah. (laughs) He has multiple assets. But for me, I mean, he's the master market. He is the master marketer. He he understands his positioning in the NFL. He's on every sports show every day, whether his team is good or bad. I can't hate that. You 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 flipped it. Yeah, he can't catch a break when it comes to Tyron Smith, though. Tyron Smith is out for the year. Um, he tore it's- his hamstring. It might not be out for the year, but he's out. It's, uh, or it's either a timetable undetermined. Is he ripped his hamstring? He tore his hamstring. So um, you know they said that old boy uh, that played with uh, the Rams last year. They've been calling him Whitworth. Yep. Yeah, I mean he was he's forty four years old, but he's also. Um, He's also like, yeah, I'm 44 years old. <laughs> like, but he was he was also Man. like one of the best tackles in the league, though. These athletes are getting older and older. Is he 44? Might be 42 or 40. But he's he's definitely 40. Jeez. 40 years old. He older than us. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, 1981? You was almost born in the 70s. And you still? Hey, that is an accomplishment. Yeah, he won a Super and Bowl in his final year. When you're, you're right. And that's what happens when you're born in Monroe, Louisiana, too. <laughs> born in uh, see, There it is. Sneaky, our resident Cowboys fan, said it's not out for the year, but it'll be a significant amount of time. You know what that means? They haven't determined how long yeah. it's going to be. 
So um, it is what it, it's. It's unfortunate. And, that it unfortunate. looks like the Eagles might run away with this division. What? <laughs> I I just think that everybody is the Eagles. Who else is in the, the NFC? Same. The Eagles might run away with this division. I mean, well, not not the Giants. Um, you think the Commandos are are? I mean, they're supposed to be if you have Carson Wentz for whatever that's worth, and you have Chase Young, Carson Wentz, and you have Terry McLaurin. You 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 got you got what everybody else has. What do the Cowboys have that the Commanders don't have? Uh, better receivers, don't they? CD or Terry McLaurin? Who's the who's the running back for the Commandos? Because the I mean, Cowboys who's got the running two. back for the Cowboys. Cowboys got two. What you see from Zeke last year that don't think that there are multiple guys who can't do what he does. I think I just looked at the running That's back. That's not what I'm asking you. I'm I'm saying who is the Commandos running back? That, that's, my that's my point. <laughs> that's my point. So I think they got a running back. I think they got a better running game. And I, I'm pretty sh- I think the Commandos have a better D line, but the Cowboys have a better secondary. Uh Trayvon Days. There's a lot of talk about Trayvon Days, but he was also getting beat like a drum. Yeah, I mean, you know. That's what oh, happens. don't forget the you the the Commandos. Commanders running back was shot today. Yeah, Brian Robinson, man. T's and P's sent yeah. to him out of Alabama. Uh, Brian Robinson was shot today in an armed robbery attempt. Uh, he is in stable condition. No timetable for his uh, recovery. Uh, man, it's just so unfortunate because he was about to be the starting running back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. Um, but for what you're paying, Zeke, I don't think so. Zeke is expensive and mid. Yeah, but that's not the question. Uh, the question. I don't think that Zeke is that good. He's not that. But they also have Tony Pollard. Though. They put in Pollard to be the speed back. That's why I'm saying they're as a total totality. They have a better running game than Commandos. Um, but again, T's and P's to to uh, uh, Brian Robinson. Um, nobody deserves to get their NFL debut cut short out of foolishness, especially just to be robbed. Um, Come on, let's get the y'all paying players. Ah, uh, we're not scamming. So this is a long letter that says the Athens NIL club is now come together to launch a membership based community that allows fans to financially support and interact with the team proceeds from the NIL will equally be supported among 75 members of the team in the participating club benefits of becoming a member financially support our team and ensure we are a leader in the era of NIL mints no words about it. Meet and greets and Q&As with players, film breakdowns and other player-created content, a community message board, and chat to connect with the squad. If you're interested, support the club. And breaking news, this has already been filled. They have sold the first amount of booster. This is basically like, come be a booster. How much money you sent over there, Reggie? To the white school? Nothing. I mean, come on now. <laughs> 
<laughs> Before you even get your joke out of there, you know I ain't said nothing to no PWI. Go dogs. I ain't getting my money though. You got my money when I bought Boy. the hat. Mm-mm, I ain't said nothing over there. Should have said that on five two. <laughs> um I mean, yeah. This I don't think it's any different. I think now you can probably just move those accounts from hidden <laughs> to visible. <laughs> Uh, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, so y'all put some paper to the to the Hey, start up over, Kirby. <laughs> we can show them the money now. <laughs> what you mean? Kirby Smart got there and they got four new four new buildings. I was like, oh, oh the money man. is flowing. <laughs> I said the money is flowing. It's all they above pay Kirby. Board now, huh? Yeah, boy. But um so Georgia is basically not missing words and they are uh paying players and this is a way to do it. And uh, Alabama's paying coaches. Alabama's playing coaches. Nick Saban is as petty as petty can be. Nick Saban already said that Texas A&M is paying players after they got the number one recruiting class. He said that uh, his team overachieved last year and that they really shouldn't have been in the playoffs. Will be uh, and that Georgia got lucky. Uh, and now. Kirby Smart was awarded with a contract extension after winning the uh, the the national championship that made him the highest paid coach in the SEC. Not even couldn't even make it to the beginning of the season before Nick Saban said, "Ah, you thought double down on me, please." Not only am so- I gonna get the highest paid coach, I'm also gonna coach until I'm eighty. This is for 77. This list, this is probably not a worse list of teams. I think I hate, I definitely hate you guys the most. Don't really even hate LSU. We about to see Bama, if that's going to be an overpay or not. Bama is Bama. Just over here in a whole different category. Don't really hate them. Nick Saban is a hater now in my, in my book. Uh, definitely hate Michigan State, which is a which is conflicting because they are playing. They have a black coach. Black coach, but I still hate them because they're trash. And Ohio State, boy, don't like paying Ohio Ryan State. Day. You you paying you paying for Urban Meyer, but you're only getting Ryan Day. Boy, we do gotta have a discussion, man. I really do wish that they made a they make a documentary on that 2000 whatever year. Florida team, I'm game for it. And that that be that would be a hell of a documentary. Tim Tebow leading be leading than, the Misfits. It will be substantially better than the Mike Tyson Hulu documentary. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know why? If you could bring that picture of Mike Tyson up right now, uh, fall out. Oh uh, no, man, I'm not gonna. Bring um, <laughs> but um, I want to make that the cover now. Nick Saban, Nick Saban, and this is shameless plug again. Remember, tomorrow we're breaking down. Tomorrow we're breaking down uh, college football. Uh, we're going to talk about the SEC, and then we'll talk about everybody else and HBCU uh, college football as well. So y'all tune in tomorrow. We'll post the, the time tomorrow when the episode drops. Um, Nick Saban is petty. It sounds like to me, and what I see in this, because every time that somebody gets paid, you know he does that, right? Every time a coach gets paid, he becomes, he gets an extension, or he gets to this, or he gets to that. I think he has a clause in his contract that says he has to be the highest paid coach in the, 
in the. I think I think that Alabama likes him being the highest paid coach. In like I I think you think it's a flex of I power. Think, oh, I think that they want. As long as he's gonna, as long as the team is gonna be this good, we need to do whatever we can do to make sure that he feels love. Yeah. It's good asset management. So, hey, Nick, you want to raise? We've seen what you're gonna put out there this year. We don't mind paying you a little bit more. Yeah, man, Bama fans are mad uh, when it comes to. I think the fact that they lost to us in the national championship game hurt more. Hurt them more for some reason. Yeah, especially losing to you bums. It hurts. It, it hurt them more. Like if they lost, to, like they weren't this mad when they lost to LSU. They weren't this mad. Uh, have they lost? Nick. Have they lost to Florida? Yeah, when they lost. No, nah, they were mad when they lost to Florida that year. But Nick, losing to Nick. Georgia is like they're taking this as like a slap in the face. <laughs> Nick is seeing red for you guys in Texas A and I I hope that whenever y'all. Both teams show show up to play. I hope you're ready because he is going to try his best to to reinsert his dominance on you guys in Texas A and M. I wouldn't be surprised if he just tried to slap uh, Texas A and M. He might try to put seventy on the board, and Jimbo gonna try to put seventy on the board too. Oh, he's gonna <laughs> try to drop it on his head top. You better oh, well, hey, whoever hey, it is. For y'all that don't know, that week game of the week. <laughs> We don't even got to look at the schedule. We don't know who else is playing. That week will probably be game of the week. I don't even want to play football. I'd rather than fight. <laughs> That's probably going to happen, too. Right that to be- midfield, everybody pads off. Knuckle up. Bare knuckle brawling. <laughs> With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the football segment of this episode 68, the Around the League edition. Y'all stay tuned as we wrap up the show with our splashes of the week. Y'all stay tuned. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with our final segment of the HB of the episode 68 of the Splash Cast, the Around the League edition, our splashes of the week. Got a couple things we're going to talk about today. Uh, Roger Federer. (laughs) Roger Federer has not played tennis this year. Not played a single match. Oh, he has played. I'm sorry. Roger Federer will make this year double the amount of any other tennis player without playing a single match. He makes $90 million before he even steps foot on the court. Or clay, I guess it's a court. That is, we always champion folks getting their money. This is the epitome of getting their money. You're getting paid 90 M's before you even decide when to play. And you got to play that guy. That's the issue. What you mean? I gotta play this dude, and he's gonna make ninety million dollars, and still win the tournament and get another and, ten million, and, one million, whatever. And here I am trying to just win. Congratulations, Roger Federer, kicking ass, securing bags per the usual. 
Uh, there's nothing less we expect from you. The rest of you guys, step your game up or just watch him get richer. Speaking of kicking ass and securing bags, Tiger Woods has decided has partnered with the PGA Tour to uh, <laughs> the name is funny. I'm trying to think of a terrible, it grown is terrible man way to say this, but it is it's called terrible. The, the Pop Stroke Tour Championship, which is led by Taylor Made Golf, which will be held on October 26th through 28th at Pop Stroke, Sarasota. Please visit Potstroke for more details. It looks like this is like uh putt putt. Putt putt and um Top Golf. Looks like their version of Top Golf. Correct, correct. But Tiger Woods is sponsoring this event. Whatever it's gonna be. It's gonna be something. <laughs> the show. I don't I that name now. I don't know who decided that that was the idea. Pop but stroke? that is not. Yes. That, hey, man, branding wise. Branding wise, nope. it's, it, 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 no, branding wise, they're smart. You'll never forget that name. If you say, hey, what's the name of that golf? Next. It's, next. Let's go <laughs> next you going to say it's going to be Pop Stroke. <laughs> it's going to be Pop next. Stroke. Next. Uh, I mean, we're going to stick here with, with Tiger Woods, though. Um, damn, if this would ever open. Yeah, Tiger Woods and Roy McIlroy team up with a new tech-infused team golf league that's in partnership with the PGA Tour starting January 24th. So Tiger has launched two different things in a matter of weeks from each other. This one tech-based when it comes to golf. He's raking in the money as well. This is it's supposed to be an interaction between the fans and everything. It's supposed to bring together uh pop golf, fan interaction. Golf is golf getting remixed. very golf is getting very tricky right now. So you have Tiger and Rory doing their thing, you have Liv doing their thing, and the sides are clearly chosen. And this is why they're doing all of that. Because of Liv. Golf Yes, golf has basically become the NWO. First NWO Wolfpack. <laughs> and I don't know how it plays out, but at least that was scripted. This seems way more legitimate. And I think that that's more problematic for all parties involved. And this is just going to be a messy story that we're going to probably watch over the next five to 10 years. It it's doesn't look hi- like it's getting any better in, like anytime soon. It's a high tech golf league featuring six teams made of the top PGA tour players. They're definitely feeling the heat from Liv. They're trying to counteract the money the that they're throwing. Somebody. <laughs> they're trying to counteract the money that Liv's been throwing with a new golf experience that you can only get with the PGA Tour. Um, that signals fear. Feedback. That's fear. That's fear. That's 100% I mean, fear. It's fear and it's some active aggression, too. I think it's a, hey, you guys are not on this. You're not with us. Okay, well, we're going to fix you. Golf is messy right now. And, you know, it's not. That's what you tradition, need. Traditionally a sport with a lot of. Mess. Mess. Or not public mess. I think the golf is very messy privately. If you're messy, but, then they publicly they get you out of there. 
they they stop putting you on TV. They stop a lot. You know, exactly. they get you out of there. And I and I think that right now they're at an impasse because the guys want to be able to do the live tournament and then come back. I could understand how PGA doesn't want to associate itself with live athletes because of who they're in conjunction with. And I don't I don't know the answer to this, but it should be interesting. And it's gonna get a lot worse before it gets any better. I'm excited. There's no way that they problem. could. There's no way that they could allow them to go and come back. That do you know how much money they would? You can't allow them to go and come back because if they go and they start dropping out of the Masters, right, or the U.S. Open, your major events, your money makers to go over there because they're throwing two hundred million dollar purses. That's effectively the end of the PGA Tour. So there's no way that they can allow them to come back. Well, the, the PGA Tour still has a, the draw of historic tournaments. You can go play and live all you want to. You're never going to win a Masters. Sorry. No. that Those are... No, 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 no. no. You can't just... I, I see the money part, but it's still the Masters. It is Green still Jacket is, is for now. It's one of the most... Yeah, I mean you're right. You you can't have enough hubris to believe that you can't ever be taken over. But I'm also understanding my positioning in golf too. This one of this is well. I, I think that their position is the, threatened because of every of this 16 tech league and pop stroke and all of this other stuff. I, you have, you have you've never most, seen them having to do that before. I have the most prestigious trophy in sports. The green jacket. Man. There is nothing better than that. Man, money. <laughs> money. Until you talk <laughs> to a guy with money like Tiger, he was like, got it. Okay. Obviously, those guys that went to live don't got it. Tiger is a billionaire. That's 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 a different conversation for him. <laughs> he can say, no, You're I'm right. not going. You're I'm, right. I'm a billionaire right, can, after I got divorced. I'm a billionaire twice. Yeah, yeah. You can definitely negotiate differently with a billion. I, <laughs> you're right. You're right. I don't have an answer for that. You're right. I'm doing because I wish they, yeah. Uh, moving on, man. Shout out to Asia Wilson. Shout out to Asia Wilson. She is now becoming the first ever female athlete to sign with Ruffles. Ruffles has Anthony Davis, LeBron James, amongst other basketball players, but they've never had a female athlete. Athlete. Wow! Come on, man. Who runs Fortune 500 companies in this country? Most You're of right. Them. But we we support women getting paid. So congratulations, Asia Wilson. Uh, she's the Las Vegas Aces superstar. She inked a multi-year contract, making her the first ever female athlete to sign with the company. She launched her own signature flavor, Smoky Barbecue, for the chips brand's new Ruffles Ridge Twists. Uh, the South Carolina native is excited for people to snack a bag and partake in a new snacking experience. Shout out to Asia Fantastic. Wilson for getting the bag. Man. Fantastic athlete who deserves it and pay her money, man. And what does this mean? This means that I see an effort. Well, I don't say I don't see an effort, but the fact that people were talking about the WNBA and not having equal treatment and saying that, well, female athletes aren't known. Female athletes don't bring in the money, female athletes, this, that, and the third, this is a stepping. If, if you believe that, then you have to believe that this is a stepping stone towards them bringing in the money, especially if you support the WNBA, you should go some buy those for none other than the fact to say that, Hey, you can sign a woman 
just as well and make just as much of a money and 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 have a profitable product when you sign a woman as well. Absolutely. And you know we support that. And once again, shout out to Rookie of the Year, Atlanta Dream. <laughs> sign her. Rap snacks. Yes. Ryan, Ryan Howard. <laughs> Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard. Shout out to her. Um, also, Vanessa Bryant. Uh, she won a $60 million loss, dollar lawsuit uh, ruling in favor of her against the Los Angeles County authorities based on the information that leaked right after the passing of Kobe Bryant in the helicopter um, crash. You people are trash. She won $16 million and she immediately put it in the Mamba and Mamba Sita Foundation that was created. That was so, fantastic reinvestment of the money the people who did that in the first place you guys are complete and utter trash and that's all i have to say you guys be a better human shout out to vanessa bryant she's, she's been had, kicking ass all year she real has, i was she about to say she's handled this with everything that's happened she's handled it with so much grace she handled and nike strength. too don't forget about that yeah she got all through there they pulled all of that off <laughs> Um, and she ain't been playing no games yeah she ain't been playing no games so um, she definitely is strong and Kobe Bryant is definitely looking down on her and is proud as all hell Uh, and and that I know this ain't really in the script but when you look for a woman that's what you're looking for if for any reason for anything to go awry can this you know can you come in and handle my affairs not only handle my affairs she has kicked it just kick ass. She not only is raising the children and the ones that you know, the surviving children, she is completely honoring his legacy and building his legacy and memory Correct. and forcing Push everybody respect to respect his name. his name in death. As a husband, that is something that, as a husband speaking for me, that is something that that is the ultimate a woman that can sit there and raise your kids in the time of demise and still force the world to respect the man that you were. Yeah. We're not going for any of this foolishness and trickeration that you guys think you're going to pull because my husband's gone. No, we don't get down like that at all. Not at all. That That is is admirable and respectful. That is talk about, talk about having your back, man. She, she has done this wonderfully. Um, I I strive to be a partner like her. Yeah. Let me make sure I, I act that way. Let me clean it around here. I'm going to vacuum. Yeah, boy. Ooh, Ooh, she got to be inspired. Right. Dog. Shout out to Vanessa. Right. Shout out to Vanessa, man. Um, Absolutely. Without and finally, doubt. before we go, first time ever, I've had, we got multiple DMs. Shout out to everybody that has been interacting with us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Shout out to y'all. Um, y'all sent this this multiple times. It is the first time ever that three black women made up the podium at the U.S. Gymnastics Championship. Uh, they swept. They swept all of it, um, and it's the first time in history that it happened. And I do not foresee this being the last time. You know no, how this goes. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, they, I think, when you sweep the podium at the U.S. Gymnastics Championships, you automatically get to try to qualify for the Olympics. No, rightfully so. I think so. 
I'm not sure about that. I believe that's Splash how it Splash Cast covers a lot. Gymnastics, <laughs> gymnastics is, is, is not our strong suit. We we do. We do. We didn't cut we have multiple gymnastics segments, but don't don't get me and Reggie up here to lie. Yeah, we ain't gonna uh, lie. We're gonna acknowledge no. we ain't gonna lie. Um, Correct. But their names Just like I a did, black that's, parent. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you get me in the line on that? I ain't gonna lie for you now. I ain't gonna do that. But I did. I did want to make sure that we had their names: Shalice Jones, Connor McLean, and Jordan Childs celebrate winning the all-around competition during the 2022 U.S. Gymnastics Championships. Uh, they became the first three black female gymnasts to f- to fill the podium, and McLean will also won a gold medal for the balance beam with a score of 112.75 of um, just a little bit. So. I wanted to make sure that we said their names because this is a very important moment in sports that I don't think a lot of people realize. But every person that we know that participated in cheerleading or gymnastics or tumbling sent us this. I, I am talking about four, five, Absolutely. six, seven, eight, nine people. Absolutely. Um, so this was a big deal that we definitely had to talk about. So shout out to all three of them. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of episode 68 of the splash cast the around the league edition norwood if we didn't miss anything could you please take us out we never miss anything because missing is under the guys that we would not cover everything and we cover everything no matter where it is all the time and twice on sunday but before we get there Let's show these wonderful people who are rocking with us where they can continue to find us. Please don't miss. Ah, We didn't miss. So, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) (laughs) you said all of that, but we don't miss. We never miss. I was like, I did not resize the screens for this part. (laughs) I thought thought you were being sarcastic. Look at at God. Look at God. Look at G-O-D. And G's. <laughs> if you go to www.instagram.com, type in the splash cast, all lowercase, all one word, you will take you to the splash cast where you will find the schedule. Where can they find us, Norwood? We are here now. This is a wonderful time in the present. We are on Monday Night Raw right now. Tuesday, the ATL edition will come out. Uh, that will be, of course, Braves, Hawks, Falcons. Wednesday, there will be a Splash Cast 36 pack. You see the shade over here uh, in the corner with I, I, I can't see it because it's minimized, but I feel like there's probably some hate in, in the air. Um, <laughs> We're good. From Mr. Rywell Simon. Uh, yeah, so Wednesday, Splash Cast 36 pack. Thursday, for everybody who's not here live right now, you can catch it on Thursday, and then Saturday we'll be back for Saturday Morning Live, and you know what that is. That's the college football Saturday Morning Live, and there will be pro football. We're betting beers. We are back, baby. Get ready. Prepare yourself. Govern yourself accordingly. Uh, accordingly. Now. So, now that you know where we are, you know our schedule. It is pinned at the top everywhere where you can find the uh, episode soundtrack splash cast 12 24 or 36 pack as well as the latest episode you if you want to find out where you can listen to us where you want to watch us you click on link tree in the bio takes you to this page right here <laughs> yeah but you trash 
That was sneaky. Yes, and on the oh my site gone. Uh, <laughs> so yes, you can find us here. That was uh, so of old. Of course, on YouTube at the Splashcast. You see, I had to lean in. What's so my site going? Apple Podcast at the Splashcast. Spotify at the Splashcast. Google Podcast at the Splashcast. As Reggie begins oh. to scroll down so he can show you the other places. Twitter, underscore, at the Splashcast. Instagram, at the Splashcast. Twitch, if you click the button, we are literally there right now. I know that's probably going to blow your mind because that's me looking at me looking at me, and all three of these guys are, what, handsome. Um, under that, there should be the playlist. Uh, home should be the master playlist. I think now the master playlist, one of my more favorite accomplishments is is the curation of the musical journey that, that I, I put on as we started the podcast. Come on, Stephen A. At, Come on, Joe Budden meets Stephen A. <laughs> 1,007 songs, 55 hours and 20 minutes of fantastic music over the last year. We will continue to grow this. It is it is now just fun to do. Find more music and add to the master playlist. Uh, after that, of course, you can think- still find us at the fan page. At the Splashcast on Facebook, and if you're a podcaster yourself, you can find us on Anchor at the Splashcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, there we go. Now we are back, and now that I can see it sneaky, now I never travel, baby. Not unless I'm getting on a plane. Well, please. But uh, number one, number one, number one, more black baseball, more black baseball, more black baseball. Number two, more black cowboys and cowgirls. Number three, the historical black college and university that you graduated from, your favorite aunt graduated from, your favorite cousin graduated from, maybe even a neighbor down the street, send some money over there. The historical send black college and university in your neighborhood, the Y'all one that you tailgate, the one that you go to homecoming for, the one that you may just go to battle of the bands for. Make sure you send some money over there. They take care of you on a regular basis. You do the same for them. And then this is where we take all the money that we have. We send it to the Hampton University, the greatest learning institution to ever be created. And they gave you great people like myself, Booker T. Washington, Wanda Sykes, Reggie. Uh, But yes, make sure you send some money to Hampton University on behalf of the Splashcast. Now, Now that we fed your mind, we updated you on what's going on in the HBCU football world. We covered basketball and football. We've had some laughs. Um, and we did talk about the New York Glizzy Sippers earlier. Uh, with that said, there's only one thing for us to do now. <laughs> and what's that, Reggie? Hang, Hang out. out. And don't drink. Out this joint. Don't drink beer through a Glizzy. Do not sip Glizzies, baby. We not, we not doing that in 2022. We not doing that in 2023. <laughs> Keep your Glizzy out the drinks. Mm, y'all stay safe. See y'all tomorrow. Remember, football, college football preview tomorrow. Y'all stay safe. Peace out. Light on the stove, dark at night, I drop a log in the fire. Wandering the woods out in the cold. I got the shit you could play for your mama. I got the shit you could play for the whole 
sauce. I got the shit you can sell to the trappers. Indicated with the K in the coat. I know some rappers that how I'ma say this. I know some rappers who paid, but bro, lot of money, but you played your soul. You played yourself, you played the role. I got some niggas who down the street. Some of my niggas been down the road. Lost a nigga that was down with me. You know what they say. We have a penalty flag thrown at the 30-yard line. Personal foul. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Number six on the defense. Okay, they got the shit they could pull out. I know it could blow out the back. Yeah, they got the cures, the facts, facts. You know where it's at. They put the money to crack in the sack. They got the axes, they got the atlas, they got the map. I got the real, real, real bad bitch. I just told her to come to the back. They got the people in the office, the crackers, the headers and chains. They made the law, they going hard, dang. They even started the gang. How you gonna win a delusable game? Make a chain, man. Niggas say the same thing every day. Complain in the sunshine of the cloud rain, but won't lift a finger. In the danger, niggas been in danger, been in danger. Now my niggas got business ventures. With my nine, I'm like ten Avengers. Snap a finger, I could end Avengers. Rapper, singer, no killer, nigga. You a copper, you a nigga killer. Wow. The range of